What's up, guys? John here with my beautiful wife, Sharice, for Sharice's Healthy Lifestyle Soapbox. Me. So uh, every week, Sharice is going to come at you guys live and uh, talk to you about her daily events or what's going on, right? right? Or what she's thinking about or what might be bothering her or something that might actually help you guys out in your life or you guys just might find very entertaining. Yes. So uh, we're live right now, so... Let's get into it. And, you know, one of the subjects that's pretty close to Sharice's heart right now or that she's thinking about is probably what? Post-COVID one year later. Yeah, it's it's coming up on that on the one year mark. So like, almost next week or next week or maybe the week after somewhere in that time frame. These memories keep popping up on my Facebook, which is like, ah. um, but it's it's it's, uh, you know, this is when I got diagnosed with COVID, you know. And this was like, this was my, the beginning of a very, very steep downhill slide for me and my health, um, where it, this, I don't know, this is like my come to Jesus, uh, stage that I had to go through, I guess. Maybe, I don't know. I mean, obviously God wanted me to go through it for some reason. So I went through it, right? So I got COVID, I got septic and I got pneumonia all in one. And, you know, um, I got so sick, like I was so sick and, you know, I'm that, I'm like that fighter chick, right? So, you know, it doesn't matter. I'll get really, really sick, right? It doesn't, I'll be sick to death and I'll still get up, come to work, do what I got to do, still do it, go home, do what I got to do. Boom, boom, bam, boom, boom, bam. Take some antibiotics, be fine, right? I'm taking antibiotics. I'm doing everything I need to do. Still feeling sick, taking another steep down. Now I'm taking IV antibiotics, still taking another steep down. I'm like, it all started with the fact that everybody told me it wasn't COVID, right? They all told me it was pneumonia. And I'm telling them, I'm like, listen, I just don't feel right. You know, like the day that I woke up, where I stood up out of the bed, I'll never forget it. I stood up out of the bed and I felt like I was gonna fall backwards and that I couldn't breathe. I'm like, this is really weird. And I was like, had the blurred vision and everything. I told John, I'm like, I can't see anything. I'm like, this is really weird. I'm like, I'm scared, you know, cause I was scared. Um, and you know, I just went downstairs to go get some water, right? I walked downstairs, walked back upstairs. This is where it was at. I was like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe going up and down the stairs. I got up the stairs and I'm like, <sighs> I'm like, oh my God, this is not good, right? So this is where my, like I said, you know, I had to have like a, I'm a workaholic, right? So I work, 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 work. And I like to work, you know, and I like to, be- the, the, the stuff that comes from benefits of working hard, right? And so, you know, I don't, didn't for a long time take care of myself. You know, I have endometriosis and all the other fun things that, you know, we can get into at another live, but you know, I've never really taken care of myself. You know, I would go to bed at like two, three o'clock in the morning, get up the next day, six o'clock, like nothing. And then boom, boom, bam, just take some ECAs, take some vitamins and just move on with my day. Right. Go and do it again and then go and do it again and then go and do it again. And eventually you get really, really tired. Try to take a day where you, have a little bit of time and you get some extra sleep, but you're really not taking care of yourself, right? So, you know, I, I'm tell, I, I tell everybody to take care of themselves. And, you know, I was being hypocritical to some degree, you know, and just not taking care of me, right? Because I have to do all the rest of the stuff for everyone else. So anyways, get the, you know, whole COVID thing. And, um, you know, this was a fun experience for us because after this and became like, this is the point where I got to the point where I had to be like, you know, I had to get on dexamethasone because like, Literally, when I tell you that my head, even if my head was straight, it would still wiggle. 
So, like, anything I looked at, it would be like this. A little gyrating motion. Huh? And I couldn't, like, I would make me want to throw up. I'm like, I can't see. I can't do anything. I still had to work. So I'm like, all right, all right. So this was Mike. like I said, you know, I got really sick, um, ended up in the hospital for a day. Thank God, because we have a medical center. So we had access to everything and all the kinds of medicines and everything you could possibly think of. And, um, you know, when you get that sick and, you know, you, you're at the point where you're on a nebulizer and you're taking all these medicines and, like, you lay, you lay flat and you can't breathe and you're gargling kind of on, like, your, the water that's in your chest because that's what was happening, um, you know, I would turn to John, and I'm sure John remembers this, and he would call me like I'm stupid or something. But, you know, he's, I'd be like, hey, if I don't wake I would mess with him. But I'm like, if I, I said, hey, if I don't wake up tomorrow, because I might not wake up tomorrow because I can't breathe, um, make sure that you never remarry anyone or I'm going to haunt the <laughs> shit out of you. Um, don't give away any of my stuff. Be Burn true. all of my clothes, Okay. Um, because I'm just, you know, a brat like that. So I'm like, you burn everything. Don't give anything away. I'm like, you know, this is how it's going down. Don't give my car to anyone either. And he's like, what are you talking about? But this is like, this, this was an eye opener for me that, you know, I don't know. It just, when you come down to it and really like, you really need your health to do the next thing. Right. Cause my mom always used to tell me that. And she still does, you know, she's like, if you don't have your health, you can't do anything. And we say it all the time. If you don't have your health, you can't do anything. I tell people on the phone when they're like, I want to look good. I want to do this. I want to do that. I'm like, listen, if you don't have your health, you're not going to be, you're not going to do anything. You're just going to be, you'll either be 10 feet under or you'll be in a bed. And if you're in a bed, you ain't looking cute. I mean, I was really trying my best to look cute and it was not working out really good. Cause I'm telling you when you're that sick, you're not plucking your eyebrows or nothing. I'm like, John, how are you letting me get this mustache? You didn't even tell me. Really? That's not nice. Not true. <laughs> not true. But, you know, it's uh, it was an eye opener because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, my God, you know, I, I feel like I haven't spent enough time with Peter. And, you know, what, what's Peter going to do if I'm not around tomorrow? And, like, what's going to happen to the business? And what's going to happen to John? And you start thinking all these, I mean, when I tell you that you start thinking some crazy off the wall, next level things when you go through something like this. It does. It makes you humble. It humbles you. It forces you to be humble, you know, because you don't. I'm hanging on to a string and I'm like, you know, I'm, I woke up on Fourth of July. I won't forget that day. Woke up Fourth of July. I woke up on Fourth of July and I woke up crying. And the reason I woke up crying is because I could not move my legs. Right. I tried to get up to use the bathroom. And when I got up, I couldn't stand up. That was bad. That was really scary, right? So I had to crawl to the bathroom, and then once I finally got in the bathroom, I still couldn't use my legs. And I'm like, okay, so this is this is bad. This is not good. And it was painful. When I talk about it, somebody felt like it was crushing your bones in there. It was painful because I don't cry. Not normally, okay? Only if John makes me cry. Oh, but <laughs> never he never makes me cry. But, you know... I did. I was like crying my eyes out. So I get, you know, whenever docs on the phone, I'm like literally hyperventilating, crying over the phone. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, I can't move my legs. And he's like, hey, elevate. the. And all this time, right, guys, I was like, I am not going in the hospital. Right. And the reason I'm not going to the hospital is because I'm going to go there with all the rest of these people that are sick and they are going to kill me. I'm going to go in there and they're going to kill me. Seriously, I'm going to go in there like this and I'm not going to come out. Right. The second reason I want to go to the hospital was because 
all my hospital visits usually have been for my endo or something going on with my ovaries about to bust. And John's always been there with me. So I don't want to go by myself, be in the hospital all by myself. That is not fun. And it's very scary. And it was even more scary when I did have to go to the hospital. And everybody's walking up in the room with their astronaut suits, all scared of you, <laughs> talking to you through this little plastic thing like, hey, so, yeah, what's going on with you? What do you mean? I'm in the hospital. I can't move my legs and I can't breathe. What do you mean? What is going on with me? You're oh, supposed what? to tell her. What the hell? Give me yeah. some give me some drugs and get me some IV antibiotics and get me out of here, you know? But um, it was in that moment, like, you just, nothing else mattered. Like, you know, money didn't matter. You know, money's irrelevant if you can't, you know, if you're not around. You know, my, my cool purses and my cool car and my cool shoes and cool clothes, that's irrelevant if I'm not around. Like, everything is irrelevant, you know? And, like, then you start thinking about family and stuff. Absolutely. So, I mean, that's the biggest thing, right? So, people take for granted, or maybe not even take for granted, but I they lose sight of some of these really, really things that should take priority. Like, you know, like your family, right? The, the close friends, because not everybody's your friend out there that says they are. Um, but, you know, those close friends, those family members. So if you have kids, right, your loved ones, right, your, your partner, whoever it is. Um, you know, and then let's talk about your health. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing with the Healthy Lifestyle Show. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because it does come down to your health. Without your health, you're not able to get out of bed. You're not going to do anything. So, you know, that's something that people don't, they put to the the wayside until it directly affects their health. And they're like, oh my God, please, Lord, let me just get out of this. I promise I'll change everything. That's how I was. That's how everybody is. You know, that's when it gets to that certain point. But the whole thing about it is, is you need to realize it now before you get to that certain point. And it's a lot easier said than done. It is easier said than done. Okay. I mean, listen, we're talking about, like, I mean, it got to a point where, like, I'm, I was losing, like, all my hair. You know, I, I, I was trying to recover from this thing. And I'm I still, um, a year later, I'm still having post-COVID issues, right? So I'm still dealing with some of these post-COVID issues that I haven't been able to address yet because all the doctors out there have no idea. So there's no point in going to the doctor when they're going to tell you that we're all in this together. We're, we're all in this together. You're not in this together, okay? <laughs> out you're there. not in this with me. Okay, all of you yeah. out there, like these doctors that are like, okay, ma'am, we're all in this together. However, we just don't know about this COVID thing, and we don't know the effects of it yet. I'm like, well, could, do I get it like a, like a refund on my copay? And did you pay me for my like three hours of time in the lobby? You know, it just makes no sense. So it's like, <laughs> you know, um, but... I had to ask John. John John reconnected me with God at that time because I'm like, I don't know what else to do. And, you know, John told me that the only thing you can do is pray. That's it. So. There's always a higher power uh, and whoever you believe in, you know. And if you're an atheist, that's, you know, that's something that you have to deal with or you have some higher power maybe you're, you're reaching out to. But for us, right, Greek Orthodox, uh, you know, Catholic, she was raised. You know, God is, is your go-to, and it shouldn't be your go-to in just your time of need, but all the time. And I'm not here to get religious or anything like that, but there be, should be somebody that you're reaching out to and that you're praying to about these different things, and not just your health or not about making money, but every day. And, and you're, you're thanking God for what, or whoever your higher power is, you know, for what you have. And that should be your health. Right. That your is the first family, thing I say. Your priorities, yeah. right? Your top priorities, and really think about them. It, you know, if you're very successful, or maybe you're not, it doesn't matter. Really, write down on a piece of paper what really means the most to you, in, in order. One, two, three, right? 
And then after you write it down, look at it again and analyze it. Like, hey, listen, should this be my number one priority? I don't think so, though. But, you know, you go through this whole, like, COVID thing and then, or, like, what I went through, right? And my priorities, they shifted, you know? They will. They, they, that's what happened. You'll analyze it and then possibly and shift like, it. oh, my God, what just happened? Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. And it's not just COVID. It could be cancer, right? It could be anything. It could be a lot you of things. You don't even know what's going to happen to you the next day. Like, okay, so just putting this COVID thing to the side, because I am going to get this out, okay? Let me just, I need to get this out. I'll feel so much better and go back to work today, and I'll be a happy person, okay? So, guys, I'm a good person, all right? And now I pray to God, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to be a good person today, and just help me be a good person every day, right? Now, then, right, I get in my car to drive to work, right? And I get in my car to drive to work, and I don't know what's going on with the population and everybody driving, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. Well, I don't know what is going on with the driving. I, I Okay, so let's just label some, like, very basic driving skills right here, okay? <laughs> For just one second. I just have to put this out there, okay? So number one, okay, when you're going into a, a, a lane, okay, to change lanes, because there's three or four lanes, right? You're going into another lane. All right? On purpose, not because you're on your phone, right? Going into the lane, you're going to put the turn signal on, right? Because you're going into another lane, lane and you want, to, you want to go into this lane. So you put the turn signal on, right? <laughs> Many people don't put on this turn signal. That no. is very annoying. Okay. So, number two. Say you are one of these good people that put on the turn signal, okay? Right. You're awesome. Good job. Now, the fact that you put the turn signal on does not mean that you can turn in the lane. It means you want to go in the lane, right? It doesn't mean, turn my signal on, go. No, it doesn't work that way, okay? You, put the, you turn on the signal, and then you look to see if you can go, right? Can I go in this lane? <laughs> Not like, okay, can, can I, I'm just going to go because I, I put my signal on and it entitles me to go in the lane. No, it doesn't work that way, okay? You have to ask, can I go in this lane? Right. And what you're supposed to do, don't just go by your I know your your brand new vehicles out there that have your little blinky thingies to show the people are in your blind spot. I grew up back in the day where you helpful. actually look. Yeah. OK, I look to make sure. But guys, like I am so confused. You know, I get it. Like, you know, you, you, people are on their phones when they're driving and I've had bad experience with that. But it's like the driving has been so bad lately so bad like it's just been so bad I, I don't understand what's going on maybe maybe later if you have some light that you can shed onto this for me minus the fact that everybody's on their phone or they're just driving like assholes just let me know what you think could better the the society <laughs> with people driving you know because i i take a lot of pride in my female driving skills because i know that out there people say that females can't drive right so and that's a thing right I'll be the only female in here to say that, but that's fine. That's fine. Okay. But I mean, you gotta, you're going to have to obey the rules, right? So, you know, you come to stop signs, you're not just going to roll through, right? If the light is, 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 uh, if it's yellow, okay. And you're like kind of almost underneath the light, you should probably just keep going. You know what I mean? Not like, you know, stop like a dead stop. Cause you know what happens? The person behind you, then they have to stop. 
right? Very, very hard stop, right? So, yeah, that's probably the only thing that really bothers me this past, like, every day of my life is the driving, the, the, the fantastic driving skills of everyone out there. Yeah. Can you just obey the law and just, you know, if you have to reread the book to see what you have to do and how many second rules it works this way, then just do it. And, you know, last but not least, do not ride people's asses. It's not, 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 not smart. Okay, because I'm talking. We're talking about people who are getting crazy out there, right? right? We have no idea what's happening with these people. You have no idea who who you're who you're riding up on, right? It could be some crazy person that's got a shotgun in their car, and you're riding up on the back of them, and true. you know, all of a sudden, you know, you get you're getting to this angry race, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, wh what's going on here? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, the person that has to deal with this the worst, though, I must say, is say, preach, preach, sister, preach. I'm telling you. Uh, listen, I'm telling you, I mean, I know this is supposed to be a COVID thing, but I'm saying like the reason I'm bringing it up is because I told God that I will be a good person, right? Because I've always been a good person. I'm going to be a better person. However, on the road, okay, this, the, this does not apply anywhere between here and my job, okay? Mm -hmm. Because you know what? You piss me off on the road. You're probably gonna get some fingers in things. Okay, this is why I got a sunroof. You know, it's not got, good either, guys. It's not good. I'm not saying what I what I'm doing is good. I'm just letting you know what really happens, right? So you know, I feel bad for him because he's the one that drives like you know the wrapped vehicles, right? He drives the fast vehicles. So what happens is he's so sweet too. Seriously, guys, it's like great. But Aww. you know, he is. He's so nice. <laughs> But, you know, he's, like, in the car, just, like, mind his business. And, you, you know, we drive together. We just drive separate, right? Because if we, some one of us has to leave, right? But he's, like, just mind his business. And nobody ever knows because I'm in the unmarked vehicle. And, you know, I see people get, come up next to him, right? And they, like, they're in whatever car. It could be anything, okay? They could be in, like, a Mustang or they could be in a Nissan Sentra. I don't care. They could be in a Kia, Okay or Elantra, whatever, right? They come up and they throw their thing in neutral or whatever they do, right? And it goes, vroom, 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 vroom. So I started, I'm like, you wanna race? <laughs> and John literally is like, doo, 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 doo. I mean, he's like banging his music in his car so he can't hear anything, it's hilarious. Cause I always like, I'm looking and I see these people are like looking out the window and they're like, vroom, vroom. And he's just like, you know, so innocent and, you know, just like, I'm just, just trying to get to where I'm trying to go. You know, I'm just minding my business. You know, you, he could be one of those mean drivers like me. I, and, you know, really be like, you want, you want some, you want some, come get some. Cause I get to get, listen, if I have fast car, like, hey, like, like, I you know what? Listen, if we had an agreement, the cops aren't going to pull me over. I would show them up every time. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, that wouldn't be a problem either. Trust me. I mean, you know, I mean, if I am driving the Lambo or even the Vet and stuff like that, people come up. Oh, my no God. No rev their engines. Like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, all right, man. Like, you know, it is what it is. Like, you know, when I'm, not, I'm not going to do this. Like, I'm not going to take the bait. This ain't Fast and Furious, right? You got other people on the road. You have no idea what they're oh going to do God. either. So if you drive they're like crazy. an idiot, you drive fast or something like that, somebody pulls out in front of you, then you're done, right? So, you know, I guess when you get older, you know, it's kind of like you lose some of the piss and vinegar when it comes to the street. Mm. You know, I mean, road, road rage, not road rage, road rage, <laughs> road rage, road rage is a big thing out there. And it doesn't matter if you're male or it's female. It's a true thing. And you have no idea what that person has in their vehicle. It's real. What they just went through. So they might be pissed off because they you had know. a... 
a fight with their significant other or Listen, a bad guys. day at the job. It's, it's, at that it's, point, it's they look at you. They, you know, it's they, a real thing. And you guys, I'll, I'll, I can, I, I'll, you know what? I mean, we're talking what? 15 years ago, right? So you can't do nothing about it now. But anyways, yeah, I used to throw things out of the window. You know? Don't do that. Don't do that either. That's bad, right? But see, I've become this person I am today, right? This very, very, very calm individual. And I'm trying to drive on the road with other people <laughs> that I'm like, are you testing me today? Why are you testing me? Okay? So... Just follow the rules of the road, okay? Please make sure that you don't drive next to each other. When you do happen to come into somebody's lane because you're on your phone and you're swerving, okay? It pisses people off, okay? It, does it piss you off? Yeah. Do, does it piss you off? Does it piss you off? Definitely. Yeah, it does, it's going to piss everybody off. Art, does it make you mad? I try to chill, man. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then you get someone like me who's very angry, and then, you know, it's just, it just escalates. Yeah. Okay? I, I don't understand. Like, this is just the one part of my day that I really, really enjoy is being in my car. And the reason I like being in my car is because that is my zen moment to just blast whatever music I'm into to that day. You know, it might be, I don't know, it could be Cardi B, it could be some rock song, it could be 90s, just whatever mood I'm in, and just chill. And don't talk to nobody for just 25-minute drive because that's how far I live from the office, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But damn, mm -hmm. just let me drive in peace, right? Mm -hmm. And then, last but not least, and I'll let it go, I'll let it go. The left lane belongs to the people that want to drive fast. So stay out of the left lane if you want to drive slow. Just go in the next lane to the right, okay? If you drive very big vehicles and you drive them slow, vans, semi-trucks, anything like that, stay out of the left lane! <laughs> Left lanes for fast drivers, okay? Fast drivers, left lane to pass, lead to pass. I cannot pass you if you are driving 50 in a 70 in the freaking fast lane, okay? True that. All right, I feel better now. Now <laughs> you're healthy. Life. I, this is so healthy now because I've been able to vent. You know what, honestly though, it does go hand in hand because usually if you have a healthy lifestyle, you're in a better mood, right? And when you're on the road like that, as far as that goes, you'll probably be a lot more calmer what you got to do. Mm. Now, some people rush and stuff like that, you know, and trust me, we're guilty of the two. Um, High speed. But at that point, you know, you, you want to be, you know, in the best possible mood you possibly can when you're out there on the road. You don't want your emotions to be causing you issues. You don't want your health to be causing you issues because mm -hmm. health can reflect back on your mood and that can affect what's going on. It can also affect your driving too as yeah, well. Yeah, true. If you're not feeling your best and you're, let's say you're having dizzy spells or you're I couldn't not, drive you know, when I got COVID. You can't drive, mm -mm. right? And some people do still do this. And, you know, it can cause terminal death to somebody that's on the road if you hit them or knock mm -hmm. them off. So it kind of goes hand in hand with what we're talking about. Uh, with the COVID thing, as far as the follow-up, you know, it's been a year now. Mm -hmm. So a year. And, and Teresa's still going through some of these neurological issues. Yeah. Uh, with me, you know, I was totally asymptomatic. I'm pretty good to go. Thank God a year later. Um, they are finding a lot of health issues going along with people post COVID and particularly in the heart now. Now there's they're having all these different research that's coming about with heart issues and cardiovascular issues due to COVID. And I know they talked about the vaccine and stuff like that causing some of these this problems too in cardiovascular, but you know, let's put that out, out the door and just talk about COVID cases. So, you know, with, with COVID out there and a lot of people did have COVID nineteen, had been affected by COVID nineteen, mm -hmm. whether you were deathly ill, mm -hmm. right? 
Now, the people are terminal. Like, listen, I lost a cousin a couple weeks ago, about a month ago now, yeah. due to COVID. You know, 55, no health problems, dead. And he had everything, too. In the beginning, when we were first diagnosed with COVID, they knew nothing about it. Actually, they were recommending do not take dexamethasone because it was a corticosteroid. And with corticosteroids, so you guys know, it breaks down immune function. So Mm. with viruses and stuff like that, your immune system has to fight them off. There's not some um, antibiotic they can give you that knocks out a bacterial infection. A virus is totally different the way it works. So they were talking about against this. Luckily, we had one of our medical directors that was out in the field in rural areas that was practicing some of these, these advanced protocols for COVID and that's where dexamethasone and that's what she was taking right away in the beginning thank God and we had the obviously the IV therapy that I had here and I had injectables with the the zinc and the vitamin C and the glutathione and I mean I just another big one hydroxychloroquine now came up with research that listen it's effective with COVID patients in the beginning I took that too it didn't do much for me and that was against it you know totally against the grain there so I mean there's a lot of things you know that we need to take into consideration here. But listen, if you are dealing with post-COVID symptoms, neurological there's symptoms, there's a lot of you guys out there. Symptoms, I know I'm not the only um, one. There are some other, you know, there's some medical providers out there that have been dealing with post-COVID long haulers, um, like yourself or like Sharice and stuff like that. So, you know, look for somebody that can really help you if you're dealing with these issues. There are some certain things and some certain treatments that could help relieve or alleviate the symptoms that you might be going through. So it's just a big thing, man. The number one thing I think that everybody should take away from your soapbox today, and correct me if I'm wrong, is health is number one importance. Yeah. And make sure that the priorities that you list and jot are the priorities that you want, one, two, and three. Really analyze this. And if you haven't been sick, right, or you haven't had COVID real bad, and you've never been in a really detrimental uh, health problem or state, you know, put yourself in that position. Think about, listen, if I had cancer today, and they gave me 14 days to live. What would I concentrate the most on? What would I want the most? Because it ain't going to be a car. It ain't going to be the jewelry. It ain't going to be the clothes. It ain't going to be the house you're living in. Because you can't take none of that with you. We were talking about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter what you have now. Because when, you, when you're getting ready to go. It don't come with you. It don't come with you. Nah. You know, and, and that's something you really got to think of. And who's going to be by your side? I had a conversation about this yesterday with somebody that was pretty smart. And he said, listen, you know, are these people going to be by your side when you tell them, listen, I'm going to die in 14 days. Are you going to spend all 14 days with me? Are you going to be here? And what's going to happen afterwards? And then it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty cool when we broke down. But that's the biggest thing I think I would take out of this. Yeah, be humble, guys, no matter how where you're at in life or what you're trying to do. And just always remember, because I, I did, I, I put work first over Absolutely. anything. I did. That's what I used to do. Um, I put it over me. I put it over our family. I put it over everything. Work was everything. And listen, work is still everything. I'm not going to lie because it's important to me to take care of our patients and take care of our people and make sure everybody gets what they need and everybody's happy. I try my best to make everybody happy. So when somebody, one person, the 1% of the population gets upset, I'm upset that they're upset, right? But um, it's because I have the passion and the dedication to do what I do. Um, But... After going through some of this stuff, you know, I, I realized, okay, you know, we do have our baby at home. I have this baby right here. And then, you know, I have the adopted baby, which is his dad. Uh, he, he's a baby, too, at home. He's one of my babies. So I got to take care of the babies, you know. And you, you got to start prioritizing what's, what's, what's 
what time is because there's only so much time. It's good to have goals and what time. you want to achieve. That's a whole different list. But then redo the priorities and yeah. think about what you have and uh, what you'll miss the most if you had to go the next day. Yeah. Really think about it. But hey, listen, if I have to go the next day, what is really going to be important to me? So I think that's a really good way to leave off here. Yeah, I love you, you guys. Know? So we love you guys. We'll be back next week. Yep. With Sharice. She'll be pissed about you, something. She'll be bringing right. you all these great topics and a lot, lot more. If you guys want to hear about different things or you want to talk about some of these different therapies that I've seen that where people are out there want to uh, achieve different things, please DM us, right? Let us know what some of these things are and Sharice is going to be happy I'll to be happy to talk about it with you. Okay? So I'm John. I'm Sharice. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.